Well, good afternoon. It's Reverend Gail Hicks with Mediums with a Message. How are, is everybody doing? I want to check in on our listeners. I hope that you're having an awesome summer and really having a great time with family and friends. I can't get over how fast time has flown and it's July, but I'm here ready to do a podcast and to talk to all of y'all about dream interpretation and how it relates to your mediumship. I find that a lot of people have asked me things about it and I thought this would be a great topic to talk about. So today we're going to focus on that so you can understand how you can relate your dreams and how it's helping you with your mediumship. So the discussion for the week is due to a lot of my clients have asked me, you know, in the past about how their dreams relate to them and what does it mean if you have reoccurring dreams. And they've shared all these things with me when they're getting a session or a reading and they want me to interpret them for them when I'm like, okay, so I have to ask a higher guide or Dr. Bigelow, hey, help me interpret this for them. But also, you can learn how to do it yourself. So that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, your dreams represent your actuating of your third mind, the third eye, your eye opening, that level of clear seeing. Yes, you can see physically with your eyes, but you can also see with your eyes closed clairvoyantly. So dreams are in that state where you're in REM sleep or the deep state of sleep where you have dreams. But I find that dreams actually you have your dreams closer towards your waking up than you do when you go to sleep. So it'd be in the early morning that your mind would be more active for your dreams or for you to remember them. That's why I, I find mine are that way. It's not the very beginning of my sleep. It's right before I wake up. I have my dreams. I don't dream every night, but you know, perhaps y'all do that would be great lucky you so as we're talking about dreams i want to let you know before i get started like a lot of people will say how do you define dreams or how do you find dream interpretation or or what does it really mean and well back in the day we didn't have google we had reference books so i had a great book and it's called the encyclopedia um psychic dictionary and it's by Dr. June Bletzner and she defines dreaming as an untainted process occurring dur during a person's sleep in which their mind shows them either in black and white or color moving or still pictures that relate to their lifestyle their personality pictures that bring impressions of the speech and intent of activity without bringing actual conversation and absolute virtual function of the human and animal species to maintain balance in their lives and of their dreams by frequently forcing the sleeper to awaken during the dream. You know, sometimes you wake up, sometimes the dreams are so intense, you'll just wake up and you're like, wow, you know, and then you're just like, wow, why did I wake up? Or then you have that feeling, oh, you start to remember. Another thing that Dr. Bletzner talks about is 
defining dreaming true. She states that the purpose of the pictures is a scene before falling asleep, stepping into that scene without the break in consciousness and remembering what inspired and transpired in that dream upon awakening. Now, I would tell you about dreaming true would be what was the last thing you read in a book before you went to bed or an action movie before you went to bed or as some people say or a mother she used to say what in the world did you eat before you went to bed to have that dream or that nightmare but dreams are different than nightmares for sure dreams are different than nightmares because dreams are giving you a premonition of something to come or a situation or something you need to handle and it also can be from a past life that's reoccurring in the present life so your dream when you're dreaming true and it's reoccurring or it's happening it wakes you up you know remember that it's something that's transpiring that as I say to my clients coming to a theater near you so be very aware of that. I wanted to let y'all know this definitions because I hope they're going to help you out to understand about the dream cycle and all that it is because it leaves the question wide open how to interpret what you're getting. How does it connect to us and how does it relate to you or me and what does it have to do with mediumship? What do dreams have to do with mediumship? And when I mean mediumship, I'm talking about your spiritual gifts, like your intuition, your psychic connection, your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your clairsendience, seeing it, sensing it, or feeling it. How do dreams have anything to do with that? So let's ask that question. How many of you have ever woken up from a dream feeling puzzled or wondering what it all meant? So let's think about that. How many have you ever done that? You know, dreams hold a wealth of information and symbology. I love symbology. I just love symbology. <laughs> that often signifies the opening of your mediumship and tapping into your conscious mind and wanting to understand. So you're trying to correlate your conscious mind and unconscious mind of why is this relating now? Why is this coming together? A lot of these things in your dream, whether they're people or places or different symbols and signs or maybe different times of the year, something that your mind is trying to use to get you to understand what's either a premonition or something that you've already done in your past. Sometimes the dreams don't make any sense at all. Sometimes you just go, oh, I'm forget get that one. And probably that's the most profound one you shouldn't forget. Sometimes your dreams can have like celebrities in it. Like <laughs> this morning, I was having a dream with Lady Gaga and we were going to get a cup of coffee and she was telling me something and a friend called me on the phone and woke me up before I could find out what Lady Gaga was going to tell me. So, you know, I had coffee with Lady Gaga this morning, but I never got the message what she was trying to tell me. That was one of my celebrity dreams. But you can also have family members in your dream. You can have loved ones in your dream that have passed on. Those are great. 
Those are going to visit them. You want to remember those. And then some, you wake up from your dream and you ask yourself, why was I there? That's always a good question. Why was I there? So how does this relate to you now? You know, thinking of your dreams. You know, why do I feel exhausted or tired when I wake up in the morning? You know, how am I supposed to interpret what it really meant and I woke up before the dream ended and I missed out on something? Like, what was Lady Gaga going to tell me? (laughs) Order another coffee? Hey, let's get some breakfast. I don't know. These are all valid points for those of you who have experienced dreams and always are wondering why. You know, there's always the why question. Sometimes, very rarely, you know, you can have a reoccurring a dream that happens over and over. And now this can be from a personal experience that you're trying to forget. For example, I've worked with a lot of people that are on active duty and their dreams were really nightmares or they're suffering from PTSD. But they weren't dreams. They were actually something different because they were just from trauma and they couldn't get sleep. But uh, sometimes you can have dreams where you are on active duty. Maybe you've never served, but you have a dream that you're serving active duty or you're fighting a battle. So really look at the symbols when you're in an active role like that. You know, are you in a tank? Are you uh, riding on horseback? Are you with the cavalry? What, you know, what era is it? Look at the time frame of what it's showing you in your dream. You know, are you fighting, you know, because it's not really considered a nightmare if you're actually in a battle, but you've never been in active duty. This is something you're seeing from maybe a past life and it's trying to give you a message of something to come up. Perhaps you are in a battle, you know, maybe at work or there's a renegotiation to do at work and you, you're having to justify and you're battling something and you keep having a dream about how you're getting through a battle, that could be presently about your situation at work or even if it is at home. So think about that because your unconscious mind is on active duty trying to give you uh, hints or help showing you what's coming up. So when you have dreams and you get great symbols and signs, I highly suggest you, when you wake up, you know, write them down. That's old school. But now we have these great phones with voice memo and the voice recorder. Then while you're still kind of groggy in that sleep state, you know, talk into the mic and say what you've got. Say all the symbols and signs, the time frame, if you saw what you were wearing or what other clothes people were wearing. That's all very important to put that down, you know, when you're making your little notes from your dreams. So if you have time to write them down, great. If not, do the the voice recording because your symbols could be reoccurring and that's important for you to know because then that makes a difference for you because your mind is really overworking itself to get you to pay attention, pay attention because this is something you're working on in the physical plane. And the mental and emotional plane are here to present it. They're here to present it for you. 
So now that I probably got all of y'all kind of turned around like, well, how is this related to me? I'm going to share some personal stories. You know, when I was a little kid, I was five years old. I used to speak in different languages, didn't know why. And I guess it was because the beginning of my mediumship, I was a trance medium and not knowing it. But I had really incredible dreams. I remembered all my dreams. And I'd tell my mom about my dreams. She would just listen to me. And I'd talk about my imaginary friends and who was there and these guides and these dogs and all these people over there. But she didn't like say, oh, that's not real and blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, that sounds interesting. So she encouraged my dreams. She encouraged my gifts because she was gifted. She knew that her, her daughters were gifted. So what happened is I was just a little kid, but the more I started remembering my dreams as I got older, being a teenager, they were coming true. So I started writing them down because I was paying attention. So I was one of those little kids back in the day that had ADHD or ADD or one of those abbreviated things. And I didn't really pay much attention. But when my dreams started showing me things, I did. So I started learning. It was helping me to learn and to be very attentive at what's going on. So everything I would dream of, I'd wake up in the morning and jot it down on a little sheet of paper. And I did that through over and over when I was a teenager. And I had some intense dreams, but my dreams kind of overlapped. They were dreams, but then they overlapped into the spirit world with loved ones. So I had other doors open in my mind during sleep because I was going to visit people. So that's where my dreams crossed over into my mediumship, into communication with spirit or spirit communication with loved ones, however you want to say it. And I wasn't like astral traveling. I was just going into the spirit world. So uh, when I was 20, here's another story for you about dreams. I uh, was dating a guy, not for very long, and it was kind of a first love thing. I was infatuated with him. And uh, he was an artist, and I was thinking about going back to art school. And he was just a great guy. And I was only 20. I was very naive. But two weeks before he left this world, I had a dream. And I was with him at the time I had the dream. And it scared him because in the dream... And this is where I might going. Oh no, she's going. To, it's real personal. In the dream, uh, his father had been deceased for like nine years. I didn't know anything about his dad, but his father came to give him a message, and he gave the message through me in the middle of the night, about four in the morning. And he told him, "Whatever, son, whatever you do, don't do it." And I woke up to someone pushing me out of the bed saying, you need to leave. And I said, what happened? And I, I said, did I talk to you? Did someone talk to you? And he said, yeah. And I have this thing about the closet door. When I was a little kid, if the closet door was open, I was speaking in different languages and people were talking because my sister would validate that because she didn't get a lot of sleep if the closet door was open. But I wasn't 
and I was 20, I wasn't in control of my mediumship. And so when I was sleeping and I was in the dream state, his father came to tell his son not to do it. Whatever you do, son, don't do it. I didn't know what the message meant. I was very naive. I didn't know what he was going through. He didn't share with me. But what happened was he decided to take his life. And I was the last person to see him alive. And, but everything I dreamt, unfortunately, came true. And there was no way I could stop him. But I was there when he was going to leave. And my guides got me out of the apartment before anything happened. So that was my first close call. And, um, but I had to do, I was so traumatized from him passing and I couldn't stop him. And I didn't realize he was trying to tell me he was going to take his life. It took me, I shut down. I was only 20. I shut down my spiritual gifts. I, I, I just completely shut off. And for any of my listeners out there, those that are studying mediumship or meditating or wanting to connect with a loved one or whatever, don't shut yourself down. No matter what, don't. Because it's so hard, so hard to open that door again. So don't shut yourself down because you will miss out on a lot of spiritual development. If you can do anything, it's just breathe deep and love yourself and heal from if anything traumatic, which I had. And I didn't open back up until 85 or 87 with uh, my mediumship. That's when I started going back to school to study mediumship at Camp Chesterfield, like I've said in some of the other podcasts. But I will tell you, Kenneth came to me in a dream about a year later. And I was floating through like, you know, a nebula or out in the middle of outer space or whatever. It was beautiful. It was in the middle of a galaxy. And I could see his face coming closer and closer to me in the dream and he said thank you for all your prayers and lighting candles for me every night to find my way in the spirit world so that was wonderful confirmation and he came in a dream but that was an intense dream but that dream was about the crossover dreams into mediumship into it wasn't just an interpretation I allowed his dad to try to stop him but it still didn't happen but from that I learned that there were other things in my life that I needed to do and I was finishing art school getting my BFA and fine art but I also went back to seminary school to study mediumship to learn about my gifts and everything so from that dream, it opened up a whole nother world within 
even though I knew I was gifted, for me to actually to focus on that to be my life calling. So that's pretty profound, coming from dream interpreting and connecting with spirit. So I want to ask all of y'all, you know, think about it. Do you dream in black and white? Do you dream in color? Because that's important too. I dream in color. And I have some friends that dream in black and white. And I go, is it like an old movie, like watching Casablanca? So, you know, it can be. But it doesn't mean you always have to dream in technicolor. So just think about your dreams and how you're interpreting them. And if you need to get a dream dictionary, I used to have a great one. And it had little basic things in it. But now you can Google and look up stuff. And there's other... I always look up on Google... You know, like, what's the significance? What's the spiritual meaning of it? If you're going to look anything up, always search for what is the spiritual meaning of it, especially if you're interpreting dreams. And, of course, I have June Bletzner's Encyclopedia um, Psychic Dictionary. Highly suggest if you can find you one. It, it is the, defines everything. And that's a great book to have. So another thing to talk about in dreams is, like, cracking the code of interpreting your dreams it can be like you know deciphering a puzzle or a maze or you know you have to put all these pieces together figure out what does it mean you know we you know can recall vivid images like how vivid are the images how vivid's the color how intense was the situation how are you emotionally in this dream these are great questions to really you know you've got to investigate your dreams. In, in spiritualism, they ask us to learn to investigate. And this is what I would take all my le- listeners, I would tell you, investigate each situation, especially if it's dreaming. So what are your emotions? You know, what is this true meaning? What does it uh, reveal to you behind all these layers of symbology? There has to be something that makes you go, aha, That's what it is. So the struggle to understand your dreams, you know, can leave you yearning for more clarity, more guidance, and how am I going to figure it out? And, you know, maybe you have another dream. Maybe you have another part dream, you know. Maybe you have a consecutive dream. I've had it where I've dreamed in series, like episode one, episode two, (laughs) episode three, I was like, wow, I mean, gee, I don't need to watch TV. I could just go to bed early and, you know, let my dreams show me these different series. So that's another thing to write down. You know, how many times are you having a dream or a reoccurring dream or a mini series? So that can happen because spirit's going to try to get that related to you, those messages to you, however they can. So if you're thick in the head like I am, they're going to repeat it over and over. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. So think about if you dream in black or white or technicolor and how emotional you are and really hone in on the specifics. Sometimes I have dreams of movies And then I get the symbology of stuff that I would have seen in the movie like Cleopatra or hieroglyphics or something like that. Those are things to write down. So just just make sure you jot down exactly everything you get. The other thing that happens, I call it dreaming deja vu. 
Like you'll have a dream, but you don't remember it. And later in the day, you'll be driving or getting a cup of coffee and you're like, huh, I wonder why I'm thinking that. And it like drops in your head like, well, I remember seeing that. What was that? And it's a symbol or a sign that you probably had the night before in a dream, but you forgot. So it's kind of like a dream deja vu. They kind of, your mind or your guides kind of drop it back in through your filters. And you're like, hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like, wow, I could have had a V8. Think about that. It's something that they're trying to get you to acknowledge it, pay attention. You know, that's real important. So those are little things to think about when you're interpreting your dreams and you know dreams are are helpful and it's healthy for your mind to share dreams with you and sometimes when you go to bed at night you can ask yourself I would love to remember my dreams so kind of preset your computer in your head for you to remember your dreams and also if you wake up in the morning to relieve yourself, sometimes that's the best time to remember your dreams because you're just dreaming right before you wake up in the morning anyway. So seek those answers out and start jotting stuff down, you know, so you can have an idea of how to interpret your dreams as you're getting them. And if you can't remember old dreams you had or something's reoccurring like, oh, well, that happened then, you know, think about what year everything happened, you know, because that's major changes in your life. Like when I had the dream of, with, about Kenneth and his dad com communicating with him, that was in 1983. And that really changed my life when I turned 20. It was like, bam. I mean, it really changed me emotionally and mentally, my direction and going back to school because I wasn't in school. You know, I was working a job. And I, I just totally changed 360 degrees after that incident. And I shut myself off because I just wanted to be normal. I didn't want to be connected to all this other stuff out in the spirit world. But I'm glad it reopened itself up because that's a part of me. That's part of my personality. So when we're, you know, seeking all these answers from the unknown, which who I talk to all the time is the unknown, we're always grappling at all these different things of these enigmas in nature and how it re how represents our dreams. But also we are wondering if it's a deeper state of significance to the nocturnal wanderings of our life, you know. So we're out there dreaming and trying to convey these messages from our subconscious or is it the spirit world, you know. And if it's the spirit world, that's what happened with me. I had the crossover. So it might agitate you if it's not clear. And it fuels your energy and your curiosity for more. Because you keep asking yourself, well, why do I keep having this? And this is really bothering me. i got to get a better understanding. So something greater is pulling you towards it. It's pulling you to a higher power within yourselves. Because obviously when we're sleeping, not everybody goes into sleep very easily. Because we have so much on our minds. How many of you go to bed with what you did all day long? Or you just put the kids to bed or you're exhausted. Your brain's like on overload and you can't shut your brain off. That's another thing. You need to be able to shut your brain off. Clear your head. Do some meditation. Read a book. 
as my dad would say, splash your face with cold water and go to bed. Like shock your system. Do something to shift your brain so you can go to bed. Stare at the wall, you know. Any, you know, shut down all your electronics. Don't be staring at your phone right before you go to bed because it's electrical. Your brain's electrical. That activates more things. So just kind of shut things down, shut things off so you can easily go to sleep and allow your mind to restart itself so your unconscious can send you those messages on the different levels and the different planes. Because when you're in sleep, you are out in other worlds. You're floating out there visiting. You're getting healing. You're seeing loved ones. Maybe you don't remember it. But all this is happening to you when you're sleeping. You need rest. And your mind needs to rest. And your unconscious comes in and kind of clears things out. But also gives you messages. So really discern what's guiding me when I'm sleeping. Who's guiding me? You know, is it my loved one? Is it my dad in spirit or my grandpa? You know, you can always invite them when you go to bed, you know. So how are you able to open up and allow these things to help you in your dreams and allow things to continue so it provides clarity for you in your life? So be open, be receptive. Be open and receptive. And I have another story to tell you about reoccurring dreams. And so how many of the listeners out here have had reoccurring dreams? Kind of keeps repeating itself. Whether you have it four times a year or every day or bi-weekly. Have you ever had a reoccurring dream? But nothing ever came of it. Because when something does come of it, then finally the dream really stops. You don't have to have it reoccurring anymore. Um, I had uh, recently a reoccurring dream. And it was in uh, 2021. I had this reoccurring dream for six months. Mm, About three to four times a week. And every time I got in a car, I'd say an extra prayer and I'd be very, very aware, even more aware when I was driving, very attentive. So in the dream, in the dream, I was in a car and it had a black, uh, um, a black dashboard and I was behind the wheel and the wheel was black, but I don't know if it was my car. I didn't look, I didn't know what kind of car it was. It didn't, I didn't think it was my VW Bug convertible. But I'm driving, and it would happen really fast. The dream was real fast. It was a really flash of a dream. But on the left-hand side of my peripheral was something flying through the air coming to the car. And, and then all I heard in the dream was 18-wheeler, and then I'd wake up. That was it. That was the dream. And it happened, you know, three, four times a week. So every time I got in the car... And I was driving in Atlanta in traffic. I was very nervous about 18-wheelers and trucks really close to me and everything. So it wasn't until uh, July of 2021 when my sister and I were driving back from Hilton Head slash Savannah. And we're going back to Atlanta. And we're driving up Interstate 16 going 
heading uh, west back up to Atlanta. I was driving her car. Her car had a black dashboard. Her car had a black steering wheel. I was in the right-hand lane. I was going under the speed limit. I was going about 65, 68 miles an hour. And I saw something out of my peripheral coming towards us. And I heard my Indian guide say, get ready. And then I took my foot off the gas and I pumped the brake, which actually engaged our seatbelts to lock us in. And then I saw it coming faster, so I pumped the brake harder. And thank God no one was behind us, no one was going around us. We're in the right-hand lane, we had no trucks on us. But this was coming from across the median, from the other traffic going, uh, uh, going uh, east towards Savannah. So this wasn't even over in our traffic lane. It was coming across the median very fast. It hits us. It kind of looked, it, it, went the, it went into slow motion as it hit us. And it hit the front of my sister's car. And then it took off the whole passenger side and it rolled off into the gully. The airbags deployed. That's when I screamed. I put on the hazards and I slowed the car over and pulled off the road and rolled the windows down. And we were in shock and I asked her, was she okay? We were not injured at all. And except I had some burns on my left hand from the airbag imploding, but uh, we got out of the car and of course we're all upset. And what it was, it was an 18 wheelers tire and rim that had come off the truck and flown across the meridian and, and it hit her car, totaled the car didn't total us, totaled her car, and it rolled off into the gully. So when the state trooper came, and my sister was very upset, but he said, you know, Gail is a, a very good driver because this should have been a fatality. And he found the tire and everything. And so we, you know, we finally got back to Atlanta. Our brother came to get us because neither one of us wanted to drive any kind of car. At least I didn't. I was too in shock. But the dream never came back. I never had the dream again, but because it happened. So that was my reoccurring dream of a premonition of, you know, an accident. You know, it was to forewarn me of an accident. Even though my guide said, get ready, brace yourself. You know, um, we were very, very lucky because the... The amount of damage on the car, the state trooper said the tire had to go be going at least 90 miles an hour when it hit us. So that's very scary. But I'm very thankful for the dream. I'm very thankful to my guide, Sundancer, uh, saying something and being in the car and protecting us even more. So I'm just letting you know, be aware if you're starting to have a reoccurring a dream Maybe you're going to luck out and have a great reoccurring dream of getting engaged and going on a honeymoon or whatever. Not an accident, but at least I was forewarned. So that was mine and the most recent one I had. And it was very intense. It was very intense. So I wanted to share that with everybody. So think about the types of dreams you have 
and if you have a reoccurring dream and just kind of remember all the significance I never forgot the dashboard was black I never forgot the steering wheel was black I never forgot that it was coming from the left hand side across you know going to hit I didn't know how bad it was going to hit because they didn't show that in the dream it was really quick so remember those specific things because that is what's going to draw your mind to uh, help you to interpret hmm okay I understand what this is I understand what it is so that was that dream and I want all of y'all to think about uh, how when you are dreaming think and ask are my dreams overlaying into my mediumship are they connecting me with spirit because if you're having dreams and you're seeing your a loved one that's passed whether it's a grandmother your mom or dad or your dog or your cat then you're visiting them and that's part of your dream but that's also them helping you to connect with a loved one while sleeping and that's wonderful too so know that that can also come into play and it's not necessarily a, a, a dream about work or something like that it's actually you're in dream sleep but you get to go visit a loved one so you're stepping through another door to go visit them but you have to be in that restful meditative state to go visit them and that can happen all in your while sleeping in your dreams so in closing I want y'all to embrace your spiritual awareness and don't be afraid of it embrace it and enhance it and remember that the journey journeys that we're having when we're dreaming they all have to do with clarity and self-discovery and how you interpret them whether it's through your mediumship through meditating or embarking on that transformation journey be kind to yourself be open and receptive and allow yourself to gain that clarity in the meaning of your dreams and you also uncover different aspects of yourself and your life path and that helps you to determine your next step and where you're going because everything you're doing when you're dreaming when you're meditating when you're connecting with spirit and working on your spiritual gifts it's a voyage to your own self-discovery it's a voyage to your own self-healing and it's a voyage to that spiritual connection so that is what I have for y'all today and I would love to hear from all of y'all on Facebook at mediums with a message and if you'd like to send me a, a letter or write me anything please reach out to mediums with a message at gmail.com and I'll be sure to respond back to you and I want you to know uh, I've got some people lined up this summer and new podcasts coming out and new guests coming and we're going to have some wonderful enlightening stories to share with you in developing your spiritual gifts keep your ears attuned and have a wonderful week bye bye